0: I'm Nicole.
1: Hello, people. I'm Earl.
0: (laughs) We're the Poisers, and this is the mix up episode 13. Lucky number 13.
1: 13. And it is June. What? 6th? (laughs) 6th. 2021. Losing track. All right. June 6th, 2021. Um, Yes. Welcome back. Yeah. Assuming that you came back.
0: Of course they did. Think positive.
1: Welcome. If this is your first time listening.
0: Yes. Um, As promised, we wanted to kind of link up a part two, so to speak, of what we discussed last time um, regarding uh, the Tulsa Race Massacre and bringing up critical race theory. So before we kind of jump into that, I think... I mean, it's fair to say that I didn't really have any sort of critical race theory teachings in my academic life. You know, I think there were certain classes where um, we we touched on inequities within media, right? Because I was a media major. So, so there were definitely classes that I took that talked about those things um, but it wasn't tagged with that title so maybe it was I don't know but um, I don't know about you and kind of your education
1: uh, well I mean I, I knew of like civil rights movement and, um, you know we touched on slavery right. um, and the effects on American society but I don't feel like you know looking back. I don't feel like we went went particularly like we didn't take a deep dive. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like into uh, like
0: the, the roots
1: of yeah, that. like why it started, um, the factors that caused racism or slavery right. to uh, continue throughout the years, throughout the decades and centuries, and how. Um, even to this day, there are vestiges, um, residual effects of slavery, mm-hmm. of Jim Crow, um, and things of that of that nature. So we didn't really do like a critical like
0: that yeah
1: right real analysis of that. Like it was kind of like a surface mm-hmm. type of teaching. Yeah. Um. So I would say that the education that I got from that was on my own outside of school um you know I wasn't I was an avid reader anyway and I was always kind of around that subject matter and being a black man in America it's almost like by default I just felt like it would do me a great service to learn um how this country operates how it has operated and what my relationship is in relation to the place that I live. So
0: yeah, I feel yeah. like you know my the media classes that I took when we talked about advertising and we talked about white faces versus black faces, and this was like a thousand years ago that I was in college. But um, you know things have changed a little bit since. But the the lack of diversity in advertising and in just television in general, um, and the lack of even. Um, like a, an interracial couple in advertising and on TV and and the it was sort of interesting to learn about w- the background on those things and say like oh if they were an interracial couple um, you know were there children, were there not children like, like all of those little nuanced things that we just sort of take for granted when we see an ad um, we, we mm-hmm. dived a little bit into that but but yeah, it wasn't. I don't think that we truly dove into the reasons why that has actually been a thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, but but critical race theory, I know these days it's very buzz buzzword type category, I guess mm. we could say. Right? It's 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 out in the mainstream. People say it, but I don't know if people truly know what it means. Well, there are definitely people who don't actually know what it means. But um, it's not new.
1: No. It's been it's around, been around
0: for like, well, like 40 s- plus years. 70s, 80s. So, so, so yeah. So it's, it is not new. It is just new in its presence within the larger discussion that everyone has been having in this racial reckoning time that we've been experiencing this last year um
1: yeah i I think it's become more popular in people's minds because of all that has happened um after the murder of george floyd Mm. um and, of course, what we talked about last week with mm-hmm. the Tulsa Race Massacre yeah. um, in uh, Greenwood. So, that, I believe, ties into uh, not just what we say individualized racism, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, you, you say the N-word, or you make me Correct. feel bad because I'm black, or you know yeah animosity is very visible due to the color of my skin something like that it, it doesn't just boil it down to that small little minute right. thing
0: it's more about inequalities yeah. within the system Right, systemic at
1: large, at large yeah. issues that affect movement and upward mobility um, in the hierarchy yep. you know that was created uh, basically uh with race being a social construct, an uh, artificial one at that, um, in order to prop up certain people and to subjugate others, um, so that's basically what it what is it about. Is. Yeah, um, you know,
0: because I feel like it also <clears throat> falls into that, right? People are saying using the terms critical race theory, using systemic racism, using um, you know a lot of the a lot of that terminology vernacular to talk about things but that have existed but I don't know that everyone truly understands the nuance of those mm-hmm. things either, right? It's it's easy to just say it, but it's another thing yeah. to fully understand what all of that means. Right. And so it's it's come under a lot of fire from the right and mainly Republican conservative white people who are objecting to kids learning about this in schools because their view is it's just telling white kids that they're bad because they're white.
1: Mm-hmm. And they should hate that. Right. Basically it's teaching they them to hate, hate the country. and Right um that America is just a really bad place is and it's you know it was that what they're saying is that no America is not based on racism right um, that it was based on patriotism I don't know how you build a country I know. I know. Based on patriotism. <laughs> but that basically that's that's basically what that they should be taught that they should love everything about America right um so they need not know they they don't even need to discuss race they don't mm-hmm. even need to be exposed to race being the essential uh, driving force of right. American life um,
0: because they also kind of they, they like to tote out the line of like well so you know besides making kids hate the country that they live in now you're also telling them that they're descendant from really bad people mm-hmm. who did really bad things mm-hmm. and so they should hate their whiteness and and feel guilty about it. And there, there's all of that like self-loathing, I guess is, mm-hmm. is how to put it, um, fr- from that side. And, and they like to trot that stuff out and they, li- <laughs> they like to say well, these things.
1: Well, this is what they do this is the formula right so it's just like the same thing with cancel culture that they say or wokeness yeah so all of these buzzwords these things that are supposed to elicit these feelings from certain people from their from their base Mm -hmm. from their followers so basically even if they themselves don't exactly know what it is that they don't like or what they are criticizing what they want to do is the the methodology is to muddy the waters that they don't necessarily need to know because they, they w- what they're banking on is that the people that are listening to them mm-hmm. don't know either and they don't care if they don't know so all they want to do is um, bubble up feelings and work on emotion and not um, have a real intellectual sit down um, like evaluation of what certain theories are philosophies are from the other side it's just they catch something they hang on to it they put it in a pot they throw some other ingredients in there boil it up mix it up and then they serve it raw or they serve it uh cooked with a whole bunch of other kind of nonsense you're like it's almost like having raisins in your potato salad like you know I gave you potato salad and you throwing raisins in there. I'm like, what's this? You know, this is not what I do gave you. You know, okay. that, that's something you gotta ask your people. I don't. Um, <laughs> I but don't- basically, it's like, I gave you potato salad and you giving me raisins, like in the potato salad. This is not what the recipe called for. But right. the thing is, they don't care about that. They just want people to react, they just want them to right. be reactionary to certain things. And they know. That they're not going to understand or do the work by themselves to right. go out and maybe well, because
0: then you, you know have,
1: to, to edify themselves. You have like right, that.
0: like the parents who are like, "This is teaching my kid that like they're they're just predisposed to be racist, uh. right?" I'm not racist, but mm-hmm. I don't want them to learn this. Mm-hmm. But I'm not racist, right, right, <laughs> right. So. And that that's more of more or less the parent side of, of the discussion um, outside of any of the, you know, senators, congresspeople who are, you know, school boards and all of these other folks who are fighting to get this stuff out of their out of the schools. Um, yeah. So. And there there are a lot. There are, there is a lot of that happening. There's too many to name, really, to mm-hmm. be quite honest. It's Texas, Georgia, Kansas, it's, it's all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just at the K through twelve level. It is at the university level as well. Um, so it's not just a we don't want young kids learning about this. It's just we don't want anyone learning about this. Right. Um, and that's. It has you know, that's the part i think cuz cuz you think about going to college right you went to you went through your elementary junior high high school you go to college you're supposed to feel more like an adult right you're on your own you're independent independent thinker doing all of these things but yet we want to pull stuff like this out of a curriculum, so no history classes can teach anything related to that. It's just is reinforcing the same narratives that you have been taught throughout your entire um, education line from K yeah. through twelve. Yeah. Right. Slavery was a thing, and it happened, and it was bad, and then Abraham Lincoln ended it, and then it was fine, mm-hmm. and then um, Martin Luther King and Rosa King. Parks. Harriet and Tubman, came around and, and, and then and then, and then, the then the it was Civil fine. Bill, you know they got blah, the, blah, blah, the voting it was fine and then yeah right like that's
1: and barack obama right. is black and he was president, he was president. and we're all and good so we're stop good. complaining can we move and, on yeah. la 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 right you know oprah but, uh, beyonce
0: right like this like, fail to
1: realize obama is yeah. not the system and he was only in uh Let's see. Was that eight years? Yes, eight years president. So eight years out of a hundred. And do the math to carry it on. Yeah, that don't mean shit. It
0: doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, like that's. But that's.
1: And even then, Mitch McConnell wanted to make him a one-term president, and I wonder why that was. But anyway, yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, it's not very clear. Right, 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 right. Um, so. You, you know it's and, and and to think about it like if we didn't have something like critical race theory would we have knowledge of Tulsa of, mm. of, of Greenwood because you know yeah maybe we would but at the same time like not something like way. not in the same way yeah. right and something like critical race theory is basically like that is the perfect example of what it's about and what and why people need to learn this and put it in their lives because the thing is like with that example it was showing how how thought out how like it was almost mm-hmm. like it was so planned in how these people would be removed from their land um, yeah. and in a violent way on top of that it wasn't just a spontaneous it just happened type of thing where
0: but, but, you know but not even that part Honestly, for me, it's more the part of, it. they did it, it happened, hundreds of people were killed, and they legitimately just went about, like, nothing actually happened, right? The mass graves, the just dumping bodies. Yes, that's what I'm saying. This shows a systemic... Right, right, right. I'm not, because I'm just talking about, like, the after part of Mm -hmm. just saying...
1: We... Well I was Wait hold on Before you start that What I was saying is Basically even before It happened okay. The whole thing Was systemic I'm not even We gonna oh, go in yeah, yeah, order yeah, So yeah. what I'm saying is yeah, The yeah. systemic part of it Was the fact that These people Just needed a, 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 An excuse Right In their eyes A viable excuse Because It was about a, a You know A young man Black man Who allegedly Was attacking A white woman Which to Even to this day Is like taboo Like black man White woman Because you know That was seen as like The damsel in distress And we need to save her With our white man chivalry So they basically Took it upon themselves Like oh this is perfect So we need to use this As a way As a catalyst for us To strip the people Of the land In which we wanted From the get go So what they do They started printing out In newspapers Right you know, which is an institution yes. um, that so and so had attacked this young innocent white woman. So we need to go protect her. We so they went down to the courthouse, which is an institution, institution. Um, and it the was police. threatening to lynch him. And the police also deputized people to Another go out and shoot and kill and maim and bury people. And they also went to privatize plane company. Bombed people with turpentine and dynamite from up high So there was no way they was going to get these planes Just going in there on their own without permission mm-hmm. From an institution mm-hmm. And then afterwards, of course Everything was buried Libraries, institution decided to bury the truth Newspapers, once again mm-hmm. Decided not to print articles about it um, And then the government as well well, and um, not city. only
0: did they not, did they choose to not print articles, but the articles that they did print were specifically blaming right, the black the people, black people and the residents for the, what happened. The
1: so-called So riot. it was flipping it. Right. right. To say that they basically brought it on themselves. Right. If yep. they only did the, which, see, this is, shows how history keeps repeating itself because we hear all the time in the news when black people are killed in the streets why didn't he just comply mm-hmm. if only they would have done this mm-hmm. blah 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 this and that right mm-hmm. so things are the same like are similar in many well, ways if you, just, yeah, too, if you just yeah if you just if you just dig deep like mm-hmm. basically like you know um, that the white man is basically blameless for anything that he does right? no matter how atrocious or brutal right it is or egregious that it may be that look we had no choice because you know wink wink how they are mm-hmm. you know that's basically the same kind of a right thought process and
0: goes. so you know b- bringing it back in the, the part with critical race theory is that it w- it's an education in learning about those simps, symptoms systems that were put in place when they were put in place how they were put in place how they still exist and connecting the dots essentially mm-hmm. um, to, to explain policing and prisons and courts and education and housing and wealth and um, employment I mean right as all of those things so in all of these places where they're trying to ban critical race theory curriculum mm-hmm. a lot of that discussion is well we're not saying you can't talk about race. We're just saying that that right, they're 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 putting in criteria. Mm-hmm. So it's like you well you can talk about race. Like you could tell like the one that we were talking about before this of well you know you can talk about current events but you have to give both sides right. or you know you can talk about this but mm, you 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 got to kind of tread carefully here mm. with what you're saying so
1: yeah it was basically like ironically like it's it kind of still is showing basically what we are trying to fight against right Mm -hmm. so it's like when you talk about both sides we've been dealing with your side for all these years like Mm -hmm. the side in which you're talking about that is higher on the hierarchy of what you see as important what you see as um the thing that needs to be validated or what have you like that whiteness that that Thing that is seen and associated with power um, as being important, as being beautiful, as being smart, as being intelligent or, or what have you um, that side doesn't need to be in the room now like we right. need to talk about the other side because once again you feel like now if we place more importance on one side that has been the has been neglected all this time mm-hmm. that somehow, oh, you don't see me as important. You've been seen as important this whole time. So it's like, don't boo hoo give me fragile tears talking about it's not fair. Like, are you serious? Like, we have been fighting unfairness and inequality this whole time. So I think you can take a back seat for like a few and just sit this one out because, you know. Nobody's being The thing is with This whole thing I believe The biggest issue for me is And it's tried and true Throughout throughout the years That somehow The gains for one Means that we're gonna be Taking away something From someone else mm-hmm. Right yeah. So if you're so used to being Seen as up here And having all of these uh, uh, Advantages that you take for granted, then all of a sudden, if I give somebody a crumb or two, you're like, wait, but I want the whole cookie. Like you still got the cookie and I'm getting a few crumbs. Are you still crying about that? So it's like, come on, give me a break. That's the thing that's so frustrating about this. It's like, you're not getting anything taken away from you. You still have certain advantages in this society, believe it or not, that you take for granted that by default, you're still higher up on the ladder In many ways that you can still walk the streets, you can still go to certain places and not be looked at twice or three times and you know, feel like your life is threatened or your well being or what have you. So there are many things, and that's what we talk about when we say privilege is basically there are many things that you don't even realize that you have that you take for granted Mm -hmm. that other people just your don't. counterparts have to think mm-hmm. about all the time in the back mm-hmm. of their heads mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so that's what we mean by that
0: and so yeah so there's there's also um with these proposals in in states I think if there's like 16 states where they're trying to um how they're trying to take this out of there um But some of these measures also tie in funding with adherence to the laws, which we know is a big piece, right? If a school doesn't get funding, um, that that is just that is massive for them, right? It it means a lot of things. It goes into the paying teachers, and it goes into um, books and and other basic things for schools so it's there's another way that they're trying to get what they want and by forcing schools to to do that um they're also there's also some states taking executive action in place of legislation in montana for example the ag attorney general Recently issued a formal opinion that labeled critical race theory as, quote, discriminatory, Mm -hmm. end quote, and in violation of local and federal laws. So I think it would be important to, in this discussion, to talk a little bit about the backstory one, the backstory of, of CRT critical race theory from the 70s, and also the 1619 project because there's significance with that recently um, and, and so I think, I, I think that that is probably a good place to start so, so as we had mentioned before Critical Race Theory is not new mm-hmm. it started around the 70s so there are some books and other texts out from that time
1: one that I'm reading now
0: correct Um, Derek Bell
1: yes he's like one of the foremost um, arbiters of critical race theory Um, he's like uh, basically like the guru I I would say Mm. of critical race theory Um, so you know basically like basically saying that you know uh, American society is ingrained with the racism and that it's an integral part of the uh, the institutions and how and how we move and how we operate things like that um, so you know no matter how well black Americans do um, that essentially it's like the prevailing, thing for America is to hold us back like basically regardless like there are going to be of course blacks that succeed in America Mm -hmm. that's you know that's that's obvious but that America in of itself that we have to succeed in spite of America you know what I'm saying like there's so many obstacles and so many things that are thrown in front of us that many people may not see, may not be aware of, may be willfully ignorant to. And, um, you know, so that's why we say so many times in black households, especially we have to work two, three times as hard, um, as our white counterparts, um, sometimes just to be in the same position. Um, so that's what we mean by that, that basically we have to succeed in spite of, um, America in her systems and her uh, institutions, so that's kind of like the crux, I think, of what his uh, teachings are.
0: Yeah, that and that's that's a really good description of it. Um, and then the sixteen nineteen project is recent, um, but it I I feel like that is part of the reason why critical race theory has kind of come up and out a little bit more outside of the obvious other stuff that has been going on like George Floyd's murder and, and Breonna Taylor and, and all of that over the summer I think 1619 also kind of brought that piece out a little bit because it is an examination um, into into some of that mm-hmm. Right? I guess is that is that fair yeah. to say? Yeah. Um, and so the sixteen nineteen project is um, it's essentially a journalism project, right? Mm. So it was it's it's the New York Times, um, the paper and the magazine, I believe, and um, Nicole Hannah Jones, who is a journalist. I mean, she's pulitzer prize winning mm-hmm. journalist um and that came out um, 2019 uh, 2019 yeah so
1: i'm very good by the way i heard the whole podcast because it came in like podcast form too um audio form very informative things that I didn't even know um and it was very um educational um I felt like
0: well do you want to give like the significance of 1619 and and what well, that yeah, is well yeah it's basically right? 1619
1: is like when the first uh, enslaved Africans came onto the shores of American Jamestown Virginia um And so, you know, that kind of was the uh, catapult for America Mm -hmm. in its uh, dependent capitalist system on free labor. Um, So that's kind of where it started. Um, 1619, like, um, as far as we know, the first recorded time that enslaved people came to American shores, that's where that comes from and it doesn't concentrate on just the romanticized version of America which many people wanted to push as 1776 you know which is supposed to be American independence but of course not everybody in America could afford independence um, freedom and liberties Um, so if we want to get down to the nitty gritty uh, 1619 represents that because we know America is not doesn't run on democracy we mm-hmm. can't operate on democracy those are ideals those are, those are mindsets that's mm-hmm. a philosophy we'll that's in. a way of governing but as far as like the, the ins and outs and the nooks and crannies of how we actually live and how we survive mm-hmm. that's capitalism and the uh, the springboard for that capitalism was slavery. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives an example of how uh, how we kept records and all yeah. that type of stuff. And how yeah. basically that, that we're very ties detailed. in yeah. to slavery and how slave owners are very detailed. And um, yes, the property that I they mean, kept, which of course about, was right? human it was beings.
0: Like, it was cost. It was it was physical attribute like there was there was so much in there Mm -hmm. in in those records
1: right and they had they actually had um, they actually during slavery they used to have uh, what you call it what's the word that I'm looking for Um, places where you would reproduce Mm. for Mm -hmm. more slaves Mm -hmm. so they would actually pick out people that they seen as physically mm. that had the yes. right physical attributes. I, I
0: know what I know what you're looking for and I can't think of it yeah. either.
1: Um, yeah. So basically they used those people to go around to different plantations yes. and procreate and produce uh, what they would see as physically fit slaves in order to um, continue the uh, picking of cotton and whatever produce would be on the land rice tobacco what have you sugar or whatever so you know that also goes into capitalism as well right supply and demand and propagating and multiplying your um, your products mm-hmm. in this case the product would be uh, uh, human beings um, and uh, yeah in order to produce more money and uh, to enrich their pockets so that is a capitalist philosophy mm-hmm this just didn't just pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> right. So.
0: Right. And, I mean, to, to that point, too, is 1619, a lot of that um, is the reason why Trump commissioned that 1776 commission, mm-hmm. right? It was in direct response mm-hmm. to 1619 Project. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's the American way, right? Every time there's certain (laughs) advances or certain things that we try to uh, tell people about, that we try to push forward and open people's minds to certain things and actually try to live out the creed of equality and freedom and, you know, everybody being on equal footing or whatever it is, those forces that try to come back and uh, have a uh, supreme backlash to that and try to suppress anything that shows some kind of, uh, you know, knowledge-based uh, uh, renaissance or enlightenment, or mm-hmm. what have you. Um, and so that that's that's what happens all the time. Like every time we take two steps forward, something to take us two, three, four steps back. Um, yeah, it just seems like throughout American history, I've, I can cite so many examples of that occurring. You know,
0: um, right. And we and so I mentioned I mentioned (laughs) Nicole Hannah Jones and so recently for those who don't know she was um, denied tenure at UNC Chapel Hill and there's a lot of questions being asked about why she was denied tenure. And there's some um, talk that it is directly related to 1619. Mm -hmm. So she, for a little bit of backstory on that, she accepted a five-year contract to to join the journalism school's faculty as what's called a night chair Mm -hmm. in race and investigative journalism. So... She had an application for consideration in January, and then the school didn't really say why tenure wasn't offered. But then a prominent donor actually had revealed that he'd emailed university leaders and challenged her works as, quote, highly contentious and highly controversial before they officially halted Uh the process and essentially denied the, the tenure. So, um... You know, just another example of something that kind of goes against the grain and the thought process and history and or more so what certain people's versions of history should be because I would hope through this time a lot of people have come to realize that a lot of our history that we learn in school is completely whitewashed mm-hmm. and that Realizing that we don't actually learn everything, I think people have actually finally realized that, especially now with Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, it, so it goes back to this idea of trying to ban critical race theory from being taught in schools, and yep. that's just sixteen nineteen, and and the denial of tenure and all the that's just like another line in that in that world.
1: Yeah, see the thing is that all right, critical race theory is a thing on its own. Yes. Right? So what's frustrating is that these people don't even want race itself to be discussed, yes. whether it's under that umbrella of critical race theory or not. That's the fact and they're using it as a catch-all phrase, right? right? So it's right. like
0: Yes. Oh
1: Da, 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 that that's critical race theory. That's so like once again, like I said, <laughs> yeah. it's a buzzword. It's right. it's a thing that creates emotion for people and people who aren't educated. I don't
0: want to be looked at as an oppressor because right, I'm white.
1: Right. And it's not about that. No. It's not at all about that. Like yes. Yeah. Like they, I
0: don't look at all white people and be like, yeah, like you, you're you're terrible.
1: You know, <laughs> like for instance, like. If I say there are certain privileges for, you know, quote-unquote, like, able-bodied people who walk upright, mm-hmm. I don't think about that, right? I don't mm-hmm. think about that as a the person who right. walks, who approaches steps and goes Elevators up steps and, and all that yes, type of stuff. Yes, like. Yes, but yes, people yes. on wheelchairs, right. people who have to use walkers,
0: yes, the ableists. all yep. that
1: type mm-hmm. of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody was to come up to me and like, oh, you have certain privileges in this society. And I sit back and think about it. And it was like, well, when you ever go to a subway or whatever, do you ever have to think about how mm-hmm. you would get up to the subway and traverse upstairs or go downstairs mm-hmm. or what have you? I'm like, no, I never thought about that. Well, if right. we just take whiteness, <laughs> just kind of plug that in. in. You know, and that's stuff. the same okay. type of thing. Yeah. You don't think about. You don't have to think about.
0: That's the key, right?
1: So that's what we're talking about. It's a, it's, a, it's a thing where you have to critically think about. Mm. And that's the thing is a lot of people don't, don't critically, critically think. think. <laughs> you know, cognitive um, part of our mm. brain in which we use, and we don't just listen to words. Like Even when I saw the critical race theory thing I decided to do my own research And look in And then from that moment on I decided whether or not I agree right. Or don't agree with certain things Like for instance There are some critical race theorists That believe that um, Racism itself May vanish At one moment in time There are some critical race theories That believe that it's permanent Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, racism? You mean yeah, yeah.
1: that it's or not going system. anywhere, right? Si- right. Um, and like for me, it's myself. I don't think racism is gonna go anywhere because just, I think it it's benefits. Been it's been here so long, and it so and people long, see it as a benefit, the, and it works to certain people's advantages. It's part of the fabric, and what I believe is also the fact that they know it works to their advantage, and they don't want you to learn about. The secret sauce right <laughs> they don't want what? they want to be they want to they want to be basically the wizard behind the curtain no. and if you pull the, the curtain is an
0: interesting
1: choice. if you pull it well yeah because <laughs> grand wizard anyway if you pull the if you pull the curtain he's mm-hmm. like you expose certain things and right. so they don't want you to expose basically what they've been running on all these years. And And
0: there's not, you know, to your point, too, I I don't believe that all of a sudden, right, Americans are going to wake up one day and be like, Oh, oh, Mm -hmm. yes, I get it now. That's right. Okay, I'm just, I'm going to not do all of the... BS I've been doing all these years right like it's not that it's not gonna happen there's too many people in this country who believe so deeply in a lot of that that it's not gonna change for them and that's a generational thing too right like it's not you're teaching your children they're teaching their children yeah some break that cycle sure but it it's just not that that's not gonna go away yeah I don't believe that it you ever Cut off the head the and
1: two more grow or what have you. it's just like, you know. And then, plus, I think conflict and contention is just too profitable. I mean, it's been yeah. shown and proved throughout human history. is like. Do peace peace and understanding and agreeing and all that type of stuff, especially with something as hot bedded as, right. as race. Yeah. It's just like. You can't get out of that. Like, even if. Somebody in the back of their mind felt that their, their the, the opposing view had some really valid points I don't think they would want to admit that because they're so dug in and they're so deep in in their thoughts or they're so the people that follow them are just like right. so in it. It's just like it's, you know what I, I'm already here. I'm just gonna keep moving forward with these uh, thoughts and
0: the people that are so deep in it, like that, that they are not changing. It's the no. it's the people around the edges that probably have the greater ability mm-hmm. to come around and see things differently, right? Because you have the extreme, the extreme right, you have an extreme left, mm-hmm. and you have the middle. Mm-hmm. Or sprinklings of a right, li- of right, a middle, right. right? And so you have people whose leanings might shift a little more left on some things and not on others, right? But it's but but yeah, I think it's 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 the fringes. It's not it's not the deep 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 seated stuff. Mm. That's not this is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. No,
1: um.
0: that's very optimistic of some to think that it. Will somehow yeah, go away no, one day. I no.
1: mean, I mean, we just had a an administration uh, right. right prior to that, to uh, that Biden that it ain't going that it now. ain't going nowhere. <laughs> we just had January sixth, um, that not, a day yeah. that will live in infamy. That um, is a huge mm-hmm. spotlight on racism. Yes, um, and if you if you just uh, use it the right way, if you mm-hmm. direct it to a certain. Uh, annals of power yes. um, that uh, you can use it to your advantage or disadvantage for the country
0: because it's not all this uh, overt stuff.
1: No, no, that's that's that's, that's that's the, the thing, point. right? It, it, it mm-hmm. it's supposed to uh, adjust to the times. You know, it's basically like a chameleon of of thought. It's it uh, it just mm-hmm. it changes and it and it moves and it shifts. It's a shapeshifter that's how it's supposed to be that's that's where the power lies and the fact that it can adjust and adapt um you know they say humans are one of the biggest uh adapting mammals well (laughs) racism itself is like hold my beer i
0: hear things like that and i'm like really you know
1: hold my my beer. i got something to show you not mentally Um, yeah so you know and and then also like it you know like recently i saw that uh you know former president mike pence Vice President, um, Vice President, excuse me, Mike Pence. He um, he uh, gave a speech, mm-hmm. um, like I think it was a Wednesday or Thursday. Is this like one of uh, his Thursday, first? Thursday, I believe. Like yeah, forays out of the uh, darkness. It was yeah. It was hosted by a Republican group in New Hampshire, and uh-huh. um, he was uh, saying he had a conversation with Trump, and you know that he, you know. Since that day, that they may not see eye to eye or certain things, it was very tepid. Yeah,
0: because people wanted to actually kill him. Response to that, yeah.
1: um, even in that moment, it was kind of weird. It's like, oh yeah, we may not see eye to eye. Like, oh. yeah, duh. Um, but he also, and, and this is what we're talking about. This is what's dangerous. Mm-hmm. He also, in his condescending, paternalistic way, in his white privilege dare to say that it is past time for america to discard the left wing myth of systemic (laughs) racism as (laughs) that has anything to do with the left wing i I don't know what that has to do with anything systemic racism is not uh tied to left wing white wing Moderate that that has nothing. Really it rich. just is what it is. And he also dared to say that America is not a racist oh, country. Yeah,
0: that line gets trotted out a um, lot, a
1: lot. And yeah, uh, we're not racist guys. And Finally, this is the topper. He oh, said that geez. black lives are not endangered by police. Black lives are saved by police. um oh, So this is what wow. I'm. This is this is what I'm talking about, right? Is yeah. It, you you're, you're co-opting language. Yeah. You. You sit on a perch of privilege and power and dare to tell people who have been living this for years and years <laughs> right. for generations that, that you're okay. Not, yeah. It ain't what it's you not say it what is. You
0: think Stop at all. complaining. Nothing to see and here.
1: If anything happens, it is your fault. Look right. at look, and then they right. will point to right. other black people, whatever, who may. Uh, Show a veneer of success And they'd be like oh well why you can't do it Like this person see they're fine You can't take a small Percentage of a group And use as, as An example of success and you should Be able to Quote unquote pull yourselves up by your Bootstraps um, But this is what they do it right is, So yes, you you can't not, tell me that. that something doesn't exist You can't pee on me and tell Me that it's rain <laughs> And that's what they're doing. But once again, this is how they hold on to power. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to see here, folks. Keep it moving. Go, go, go. Um, and, you know, that's essentially uh, a uh, tried and true trick that uh, they've been Sorry utilizing for, music for in all the background these.
0: There. Just a car driving uh, down the street. Uh, it's Jackson <laughs> Just summertime in, in Queens.
1: But... That's, that's, that's basically what it is. you know it's, it's always been that way and I'm not surprised like this no, is what they do no, this is no, what they have to all. do. you know this is you know I'd be surprised if they didn't go go to these methods. but it's just basically this is like they're on a war path to mm-hmm. silence people. Um, and yeah throughout the years, throughout the centuries, people in power have done their best to silence people. They've done their best by putting up Certain statues to show Mm -hmm. People their quote unquote place To uh, Change the the, uh, Information in textbooks To uh, Give out and Propagate uh, things like The lost cause Which I'm sure that they will use In years ahead for January 6th they will say that it is a Quote unquote Kind of a lost cause mm-hmm. that they were just going out there and trying to fight for voter integrity, r- you r- know, right? First Which they're doing now. The yeah. Republicans are playing to the base of Trumpists yep. and saying that they just love their country so much they can't help themselves. They just want the, they best. Just want the best for their they country, just want the best. whether by violent means or what have you, you know. Um, we had recently um, Michael Flynn saying that mm-hmm. he would be okay with a military coup. Right, so all of these things are tied together, like with a, you know, the tentacles of a, a, a philosophy, um, with the with the head being a white supremacist mind mm-hmm. mindset, you know. And that's not to say once again that just because you're white that you follow these tenets. That is not what it is. White supremacy me I'm is a racist, system. It's, it's a system It's a thing mm-hmm. um, In which certain people may benefit off But certainly other people will not, not. benefit from So you yourself I mean, I'm not. looking at you I mean, You may I mean, benefit from 100%. White supremacy But that is not to say that you agree with white supremi- supremacy Supremacy itself right. But I can't and, Enter yeah. that door I can't go in I am constantly reminded that I am black That's because I always See that in this country We have been reminded In the worst ways That we are black And so Because you are black You are left out of this You are left out of that You are subjugated to this Mm -hmm. You are brutalized Because of that I am going to tell you that White is the standard of beauty It Mm -hmm. is associated with intelligence And this and that And working hard And all these buzzwords That we constantly hear Um, You can't tell me The opposite is true On the other side So it's like you know, when you hear these terms like reverse racism mm-hmm. and things like that, the fact that you have to use the yeah. the qualified reverse, reverse means it's not a thing. So racism in of itself is telling you that the powers that be are the ones that control. Well, I would like to know the time that black people were empowered to control the movements well, of white outside people. Of Let me know. Racism. I'll wait.
0: It's is the, there's the reverse racism part, which always makes me it's laugh. That's like saying
1: reverse sexism. Is and jeez,
0: yeah, yeah, and that one, so that makes me laugh. And it's chuckle. a power dynamic, right? But also, if we just stop talking about it,
1: it'll go. It's away. It's gonna go away. Yeah, right.
0: I don't see color, right? Right, like the, right. All of those that's, things. Yeah, that's just also, if we stop mm-hmm. making it a point of saying black and white and mm-hmm. this and that if we just stop looking at people like that it's just going to stop and go
1: away well they should have thought about that <laughs> centuries ago if they but we're here we're like here. it's Pan, it's pandora's box right it's, it's basically like if we didn't do this before i would be down for that i'd be fine for that right but it's like it's like essentially like basically the same thing like over and over again where you know they try to play tricks on you yeah. and things like that but you know you just got to be open and aware and as long as you are mm-hmm. you know i think i think we'll be fine but yeah you know you just gotta you gotta you gotta go out and do the education yourself i mm-hmm. think because of, like the well schools, right now like yes. yeah like right the school now, system, yes. like you know, it was great, but I, I think they can teach you up to a certain point. They of can course. push you in a certain But, direction. but then that's
0: relying on, the in, or on parents and caregivers at home to do that added work. Mm-hmm. And we both know that that does not always happen. Right, right. So, yes, in theory, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, there will be things that you and I will absolutely dive deeper into with Nico when that time comes, mm-hmm. right? Because we know that it's not going to cover everything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we know that there are other parents that are just not even going to bring anything Mm -hmm. else Mm -hmm. up. They're not going to talk about it because they don't want to talk about it. They don't know how to talk about it. Whatever it is. And that is, right, that is a disservice as well. Right. So to your to not only your child but to yourself,
1: right? Exactly. Like if you could teach your kids about the birds and bees, which
0: now, nah, but people don't right? like doing that either. No,
1: what I'm saying, like the people that do, like yeah. if you teach your kids about the birds and bees, you could teach your kids about like stuff that they're gonna face every single mm-hmm. day, even more so than yes. the birds and bees. Um, yeah, you know. So, you know, I, I I just say keep that in mind. Like do your own research on what critical race theory is. is. Um, mm-hmm. Don't just jump on uh, an emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. based on buzzwords um, and what people out there are telling you that it is. Um, because essentially they have their own agenda in mm-hmm. mind. You know, mid- elections are coming up, midterm yeah. elections, things yep. like that. So once again, it's about power. It's about holding on to that power and if it takes lies, if it takes exaggeration, if it takes hyperbole um, in order to hold on to that, so be it. You know, But in the end, um, it's up to us. We are the masters of our own destiny, uh, captain of our own souls and things of that nature. So um, you know, we got to do what's right uh, and do right by our children and the next generation. So, Truth shall prevail, I believe. Mm,
0: there you yes, go. So You heard it here first, folks.
1: (laughs) That's what it is.
0: And on that note, I think we will close this chapter, uh, Uh this episode, on critical race theory. Um, And, yeah, I think that's, I think you summed it up really well, so thank you for that. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) So that brings us to the end of episode 13. I am Nicole.
1: I am Earl.
0: We're the Poisers. And this that was the mix up.
1: Thanks for joining, people. Till next time. Peace. Be good.